Hello, and thank you for joining us on Know Him, a podcast on the heart of God. My name is Nick, and typically my wife Asia would be here with us today, but for this introduction uh, podcast episode, it'll just be myself. All right, so what is Know, Know Him, a podcast on the heart of God? Well, it is a podcast on the heart of God, but it's a podcast on the heart of God throughout the chronological biblical narrative. So what we're going to do is we're going to start in Genesis, and we're going to look at how this story, the beginnings of this story, of the story and this message that God has given to communicate to humanity who he is and his heart for humanity, how that impacts us. And we're going to look at how that reflects who God is. And we're going to look at um, just overall how to understand this biblical uh, narrative, this message that God has for humanity. Okay, so the scripture uh, for this uh, session will be Genesis 1-1, and it's something that I would encourage you to read uh, before you listen to this, but um, this session is going to be talking about what it means, that what does it mean that God created the heavens and the earth? So typically, a lot of people will be taught, will talk about, oh, God created the heavens, and he created the earth, but we often forget that God created the heavens when we read uh, kind of the first chapter of Genesis. We're, gonna, we're more, more focusing usually on how God made the earth. And so with, how, with God creating the heavens, we can kind of see glimpses of that throughout the Old Testament. Uh, certain writers um, uh, and authors of Old Testament books allude to kind of the heavenly realm in some really unique ways. Ezekiel talks about you know, this, this chariot, this, um, and these spirits of fire darting back and forth and really crazy scenes. But in Genesis, uh, in, in chapter one, we're more looking at how it pertains to earth creation of the world. So we're going to, we're going to hear about God and about the story that he desires to tell us as humans. Okay. So before we start, there are some things that we, uh, need to tell you so that you can better understand and be prepared to to know what you're about to hear and be able to deal with what you're about to hear accurately and well. So if you were to drive a car, you need to know, you need to go through driver's training, you need to pass your driver's training exam test, and then you can finally hit the roads and start driving. It's very similar when you're reading the Bible because we need to have an understanding of who's the author, how does this pertain to us, and a lot of other really important information. Uh, you don't hop in a car without knowing where you're going, right? And in the same way, we need to also read the biblical narrative, God's message to humanity through an understanding of where we're going. Where is this going? So it's important because God has something that he wants to tell us, right? God, the creator of the universe, desires to tell us something. The, greater, the creator of mankind. He desires to communicate something to us. And God is a good communicator. And he does it very effectively if we understand the, the ways to better hear what he has to say to us. So it's important to understand that it's God himself who gave us this story, right? That we're about to hear. We're about to hear a story that was given to us by God. Okay. So how does this all fit into the bigger scriptural narrative. Where are we going? Okay. When we hop in this car, where are we going? Okay. Where we're going is the restoration of humanity to know God more. Okay. You know, it's really something to think about is why did God make humanity? Uh, and we're going to get into that a little later, but 
how, why did God create humanity? And where, where are we going with this? Well, where we're going is the restoration of humankind how to, and how to enter into a relationship with God. Ironically, not, not so much ironically, but it's fascinating to me how the restoration of humanity comes through a relationship with God. So rest, restoration and relationship are linked together when it comes to understanding who God is. Okay, so this this podcast, just to preface, uh, it's a biblical foundations podcast. It's a podcast that we're going to just walk through the chronological Bible and just really uh, make sure that those who are listening have a solid foundation uh, for um, for interpreting the Bible, for having a, a overview and under, a good understanding of the biblical narrative as a whole, and who God is. Uh, we're going to zone in on on God's heart for us and, and who He is, His character. Okay, so it's God who took this initiative by giving us a story, right, to tell us the story, because He wants us to understand what He is like, right. So this goal is not just to un- to entertain us; it's not just to preoccupy our minds. It's not just to, you know, know a bunch of facts, right? But the goal of this story that God desires to communicate to us is so we can know him. So we can know him. When we listen and when we, when we read the biblical narrative, his story, we will see that he is telling us about who he is and how he relates to people. So it's interesting we often read the Bible and it seems so detached. It seems like this knowledge or maybe you've heard certain stories and they just seem like all this information. Well, if, if my wife were to give me a letter and I were just to just kind of glance through, read it and then set it, you know, on the kitchen table and leave, that's not, that's not the goal. The goal is, you know, if she wrote me a letter about how much she loves me and appreciates and cares for me, and I were to pick that up and I were to read it, I know who she is. I, I, I know the relationship that I have with her. I know how she sees me. And I know and I know her. And so when we read the biblical narrative, we, we have to have an understanding of who God is. And, and that Genesis comes right out by saying he's creator, right? So God is, is creator God. Okay, he's the, he is the the starter of all things. He is the initiator, right? And he initiated this this story to us. And so when we read the Bible, when we read God's message to humanity, we need to have an understanding that we are we are talking about a living, real relationship right now that you can have with God. Talking to him, listening to him, like following his leading, understanding his immense love and grace for you. This is where we're heading. We're heading toward relationship with God. Okay, another thing that we will see is he doesn't tell us everything immediately, right? We don't get everything at once. Uh, Just like if you were to build a house, you don't just see the house go up instantaneously. Uh, There's a foundation that needs to be built, right? You, You pour the cement, you put studs in the walls, you run the electrical, you do the plumbing, you put a roof on it, you should do that first, right? And, and so it's this my goal is not that we just build a straw hut here that just blows over. We just spend a couple couple days, you know, building a straw hut and then it blows over, right? The goal is to build a, a, a structurally sound building that can, a foundation that can 
aid in your uh, understanding of who you are, your relationship with God, and how you're to read this biblical narrative. Okay, it's one big story, and it's divided up into these these kind of micro um, micro stories. Okay, so God is going to tell us his 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 overall theme, just one one step at a time, starting at at the beginning, where we're at creation. Right, he's going to show us progressively more and more and more about who he is and who we are, and the solution and the resolution. Uh, for humanity and the problem with humanity as well. So we are going to focus, this is going to be mostly chronological. Uh, there will be, we're going to be some sections where it's not so much, but uh, the goal is to take you as an overall view and an overall view, kind of an Eagle's eye view of the biblical uh, narrative and just to kind of show you how everything ties together and what this relationship that God wants for us means for us today, how that's relevant, and, and what that all uh, has into effect. All right, so as we get into this story, okay, we will see that God uses people to tell us this story. And you might look at that and say, ah, like, okay, how does this, why would he do that? Well, God made humanity. Right? He, he made a world where people, we can interact, we have free will, we can, there's various people that wrote it, and he's using his creation. A good God, a God that is resourceful, uses his creation. So in Islam, uh, they kind of believe that you, that Allah just kind of took control of these people and forced his words onto this page. Not so with Yahweh. Yahweh made humanity. He is the creator. God is the creator. And so because of that, God is intelligent enough to use humanity and like it's a it's an asset. It's like a it's a it's something he made and he's using the purpose, the purpose for humanity to communicate relationship to, to communicate the relationship, the relationship they should have with Yahweh to communicate that because they care, because they love. And and it's a lot different than force. It's not force. It's it's out of our overflowing relationship and love, being obedient to the Spirit, having the Spirit be be the one who is who is writing this narrative through humanity. So God has chosen to work with his creation, not against it. And various people wrote this story. So various people wrote this story. They wrote it down so we would have record of what God's done. What he what he what he's doing now? What he will be doing, and all of what God has to communicate to all of what God's plan is. So these people who wrote down God's message, they were these these people who wrote down God's words. They carried God's words. These people are called uh, prophets. Okay. So at first, God spoke this message to those prophets verbally, but these prophets then took this story. Uh, that had been going on for a while. And there's just constantly more and more to remember. And eventually there's a point in time where they wrote this down. And this is really significant uh, because writing is such a solid way to preserve uh, the words of a story or the words of, of history, the words of reality. And so the purpose here is, is the, the purpose of writing the words down is so it would be solidified in time so people would have a recognition and understanding 
of and 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 a constant, um, really hard to change text of who God is in a story for humanity. So the prophets wrote down what God said 100% accurately. They wrote this down, uh, given by the authority of God, by the Spirit of God. They, they knew it was God writing to them, and they wrote it. And we can be confident of this. I mean, we, we can look. There's many different ways we can be confident of this. One, just initially, is the prophecies are fulfilled. The things that the prophet said would happen, they all happen right at the same time. Daniel, when he wrote Daniel chapter 9, predicting the even to the, to, the, to the year and arguably the month that Jesus would be crucified, he got it right. The year and the month of Jesus' crucifixion, he, he, was, he was spot on. And, and we look at that and we can say, how can someone do that? And, and, and the only answer is that God knew and communicated it uh, to humanity to, uh, through Daniel. So they wrote this down and it's a message that we are about to go over here. So this is, this is what I'm, we're going to tell you is this message that God has given to us. So uh, this first prophet that God called to write down um, the story of humanity, uh, this guy's name is Moses. Okay, so Moses was responsible for writing uh, these initial uh, parts of God's message. So here are a couple of the uh, words of the message uh, that God uh, told uh, Moses to write down. And so we'll get right into it. Genesis 1.1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So we hear that God is saying he, he alone, God himself, in the beginning, created the heavens and the earth. Okay, so in Jewish thinking, there were three types of heaven. Okay, there is this low heaven, which would be the sky, kind of this mid-heaven, which would be space, and then the highest of heavens, uh, this, this spiritual place where God has chosen to dwell. And this is, God has created everything in the world. So over the next, uh, over these next few, as we, over these next few episodes, we're going to hear a lot more about what it is that God's exactly trying um, to communicate. We're going to, we're going to look at, at what he's created. So right now, uh, the important thing is to, to, to just keep in mind is God is the supreme creator. So he's created all things. All things are, are in his creative um, power. He was the one who originated them. Okay, so when we say in the beginning here, God created, we're not saying that God himself was created. And, and this, is, this is important. No, God is eternal. In order for there to be a reality, we have to have a metric for reality. And that metric for, for reality has to be unshiftable. It needs to be unchanging. It needs to be rooted in truth. It needs to be something that determines truth. It itself needs to be this pillar, like the, the main pillar to a tent. If that is not there, the tent ceases to exist. And and it's, it's the same concept. Reality depends that there is a stable creator, that we have God. I mean, imagine if there was no reference for truth. We would be going around saying this is true and this is true and, and it's not necessarily wrong 
um, for such and such thing to happen. You know, you could go extreme. So there are some people who would say that murder is not necessarily wrong. It's just bad for humanity. And that who determines that it's bad? And so we have to look at what is God. God is the pillar. And God is not the one who is created. He is eternal. What's eternal mean? He always has and always will exist. So God doesn't have a beginning or the end. There's no beginning and end for God. God always has been. Uh, but there's, there's this point in time where he started to create earth, right? And so, and, and that is the point where he start, he's starting to tell us the story. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So actually God's starting before he created earth. He's talking, he starts about when he created the heavens that he has chosen to dwell inside. And then when he has created earth. And so while we hear about this uh, later about how God created the whole world, including humans, it doesn't tell us why he created everything. But there's definitely a purpose for God creating us. And we can see, and we will see throughout the biblical narrative, that this purpose is for relationship. God desires, since since he himself is always constantly in relationship, out of that outflow of that love desired for us to be brought into that. So we're, we're going to kind of talk a little bit, a bit about the Trinity here and what the Trinity, uh, what the Trinity exactly is. So the Trinity is something that we cannot compare anything to because it's beyond, it's beyond our existence. If we could compare something to it, it would be like, us saying God is us being able to describe God himself. A computer cannot perfectly describe a human being because a human being is far more intelligent. Uh, and likewise with, with human beings and God, we cannot perfectly describe God because God is beyond our uh, intelligence, our intellect, but he has chosen to humble himself to enter into relationship with humanity, to try to communicate who he is. And what God has communicated to us is that he himself is in three different persons. So God is one. He's one. There's one God, but he is, there's, there's three different persons, three different relationship that he has with himself. There's the father, uh, there's the son, and then there's the spirit. And these three are in relationship with one another. Um, the best analogy I can give that still falls short is marriage. The two become one and they are one, but they're different. They're different members. They're, they're different persons, but they're one. And so, you know, as you get closer to someone in relationship, the more that, the more that you merge into this, into this one, this oneness, but there's still distinctions. And so as I, as I've thought about the Trinity and, and as we look, look at the Trinity and talk about the Trinity a little bit and, uh, and, and see how God works himself out throughout the rest of the biblical narrative, you're going to see a lot more of the oneness of God. You're going to see a lot more of this, this oneness because the relationships between the father, the son, and the spirit is eternally one. And God desires to bring us into that eternal, eternal oneness that he has. And so out of that relationship, out of that, God's always had a relationship, always had a love with one another. That's a mark of God. Love is a mark of God. Actual love, not affection, not a feeling of love, but what love is, right? And I'm not saying that is separate from an emotion, but I'm saying it's what it actually is. 
And so God desired to make us out of that and, and wanted to us to be brought in to experience this love that he has, um, that he, that he has for, that they have, that he has for one another within himself. Um, he desired for us to be brought into that and become one with him. Okay. So in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Okay. So God starts making the world and then he tells us about it. So that earth that he was creating was for us humans, for us to, to, uh, be able to live our lives in relationship with him. Uh, he, he wasn't asked to make it, but they were together, uh, to make it. And, you know, Jesus would have had an understanding of what he was doing. You know, the son and the father and the spirit, like, yeah, like we want to create this, this human. We want to create these people to be brought in, make like, like God, like, like, like in the image of, of, of God. We already, we would be made as image bearers of God. We'd be made as, as these, just like a king would put statues in his kingdom to signify where his where his reign would 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 go to and where it would where it would end, it's in the same way for for humans. God made us as humans to to kind of be as these 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 resemble where God's rule went. God's rule goes to earth, and and we are these should point back to that uh, made in His image with you know mind, will, emotions, spirit, soul, body, you know that whole thing, and so. Uh, God is anthropomorphic, which we see, uh, but God's also spirit. And, uh, it's the same thing with a human, right? God is, uh, we are, we are anthropomorphic beings. We're, uh, but we also have, have this, have a spirit and, and so, and, and, and a soul, mind, will, and emotions. And so when you look at what it means to be made in the image of God, um, anthropomorphic soul and spirit, a lot of people will say the father, you know, the father isn't anthropomorphic. Uh, we don't, we actually see that contrary in Daniel seven. Uh, verses nine through fourteen. Uh, don't quote me on that. But if you read Daniel seven, you're gonna see you're gonna come to this this um, image of this of the ancient of days, which is the Father, and then the Son, and the ancient of days is anthropomorphically depicted. Um, but God is also spirit, just like humans are also spirit, uh, but we're also anthropomorphic. Um, so yeah, that's it's 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 again it's beyond our, our, our ability to, to understand completely, um, but what we will and what we should under uh, focus on and understand is relationship here. Okay, so God made it. They just like God Himself, the oneness of who He is. They decided He He made it. I mean, he made it for us out of His own will. They made it out of out of um, out of their own will, out of His own will. So since he uh, was alone when he made it. Uh, it is only he who can tell us about it. So we can't, uh, you know, profess to know the origin. We need to look at what he says the origin is. So it's the same way of if you had someone go out and, you know, they were walking along a road and someone came over and harmed someone next to them. They would be a qualified firsthand witness and they would be able to say, I saw this person get mugged. Um, and if you had multiple, multiple people there, they saw this person get mugged. Uh, and this, the nature of the Trinity really gives kind of like this three persons attesting to the creation. It's not just, yes, it's one God, but it's also three persons attesting to creation. So he's telling us a story because he wants to know, he wants us to know what he's like. And right off the bat, we get it. Love. God is a God of love. What love actually is. And what is that? 
God wanted to bring us into perfect relationship with him. Love is relationship with God. Perfect relationship with God. That's love. It's who God is. It's bringing us into that perfect relationship with God. So love equals relationship with God. So as we see what he is like, I mean, our minds are going to be blown by his grace and his love, the power that's in Jesus, the riches that are in Christ, the hope that we have for our calling. And our love may abound in knowledge and every different kind of insight, meaning every different kind of area that we would that we would be able to, to see how is how God loves us in this and this and this. There's no part of our life God doesn't love us and isn't wanting to just show us his amazing grace and love in all of these areas. So that is why God is telling us the story because he wants us to honor. He wants us to, to know he loves us. And like, and to honor that, to, 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 to know his love for us. And as we do, praise is going to, is going to pour, pour forth from us because it's what we were made for. Um, all right. So as we saw kind of earlier, God told his people, uh, these prophets that they could write down and pass on his story to humanity, just as he told, he's told the story to each one of us, uh, directly. He chose us human beings to pass on this written story to other human beings and wants uh, to conclude us in this relationship with him as well. Just like the prophets, when we heard God's stories, we were responsible to pass it on, right? So part of our understanding of hearing this is that we share this with others. We share this love that God in His in himself has such a love for, 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 this, for the, the three persons that this love is just overwhelming that he wanted to pass on to humanity. And likewise, for us to... Love is what? Relationship with God. We want others to have that relationship with God. So a way that you can measure what is, is this loving? Is What's love? It's relationship with God. So kind of summary here. We've heard that God has a story that he wants us to know. Okay. God desires for us to know him and to know the story that he has for us. So you heard that God is one, but he also consists of these three persons, uh, that these three persons, Father, the Son, and the Spirit, all together are have this this a mass love for one another and are one and the example we use that falls short indefinitely is marriage that's husband and wife are one but there's two separate persons so we heard that because this fellowship is 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 so incredibly wonderful and 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 abundant and and and, and just so what it, amazing uh all of what we desire because this relationship uh, between the trinity was like this God wanted to include humanity. God wanted to include people. So this is the reason that God made us for us to uh, be in relationship with God. So our reason is relationship and in preparation uh, for making us, he began to make this world for us to live on in relationship with him. Uh, so yeah, we just, we just heard about um, this today uh, how God beginning, God made the heavens and the earth. And we're going to hear more about, more about um, the creation of the world next time. Um, and this important thing that we need to remember is that God gave us his story because he wants us to understand who he is. So in the next story, we'll hear more about the things that God has created. Um, thank you for tuning in to Know Him, a podcast on the heart of God. Um, and we hope to see you uh, in our next uh, episode.